Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 108, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, everyone. It is day 108, and that means we're just one day away from our third God's Big Story Zoom call. So if you're right up to date with us, then you still have time to join in. But if you started the podcast later in the year, well, then you can find the quiz on Kahoot or on our Facebook page and have a go and see how much you can remember from the last 108 days. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Well, hello, Marvin. So, Marvin, it's Wednesday, and that is your favourite day, huh? Oh, it sure is, Dave. Jingle, please. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Hi, guys. Hello, Benjamin. So, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Dave. And you know, I have a really great joke for you today. You're going to love it. Okay, Benjamin. Well, let's hear it. Okay, here we go. Get ready to laugh. So, why were the fish and chip shops in Israel no good? Mm, I don't know, Benjamin. Why were the fish and chip shops no good? Because the Israelites kept serving false cods. (laughs) Oh, good one, Benjamin. False cods. See, Dave, because it sounds like false gods. (laughs) That was very good, Benjamin. I like that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew you would, Dave. Okay, well, hey, look, I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Bye. Bye, Benjamin. Okay, well, Dave, you know, before we get to the podcasty stuff, I wanted to ask you a quick question. How much do you think it would cost to have a swimming pool installed in my barn? Oh, oh, wow. Uh, Honestly, Marvin, I actually have no idea. Hmm. Why do you ask? Oh, it's just I love swimming, Dave. I thought it would be amazing if I could go swimming every day in my own pool. That does sound good, Marvin. So if if I gave you one wish and said you could have anything you want, is, is that what you'd go for? Oh, mm, I don't know, Dave. You know, I might just go for a huge pile of money. Then I could pay for my swimming pool and a whole bunch of other stuff, too. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, very good thinking. Well, today, Marvin, we come to the end of David's life, but we'll hear how God offered Solomon anything that he wanted. Oh, wow. Hmm. Did he go for a swimming pool? Well, let's find out. Today, one of our jingle guys, Josh, well, he's reading for us. And you know what? He's going to get married in just a few days. Oh, congratulations, jingle guy Josh. Oh, uh, and future Mrs. Jingle Guy Josh, too. Hey, guys. Today, we've got two passages to read. The first is 1 Kings chapter 2, verses 10 to 12. And the second is 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 3 to 15. Here's the first one from chapter 2, verses 10 to 12. David joined the members of his family who had already died. He was buried in the city of David. He had ruled over Israel for 40 years. He ruled for seven years in Hebron. Then he ruled for 33 years in Jerusalem. So Solomon sat on the throne of his father David. His position as king was made secure. And here's the second passage. Chapter 3, verses 3 to 15. Solomon and Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, agreed to help each other. So Solomon married Pharaoh's daughter. He brought her to the city of David. She stayed there until he finished building his palace, the Lord's temple, and the wall around Jerusalem. But the people continued to offer sacrifices at the high places where they worshipped. That's because a temple hadn't been built yet, 
where the Lord would put his name. Solomon showed his love for the Lord. He did it by obeying the laws his father David had taught him. But Solomon offered sacrifices at the high places. He also burned incense there. King Solomon went to the city of Gibeon to offer sacrifices. That's where the most important high place was. There he offered 1,000 burnt offerings on the altar. The Lord appeared to Solomon at Gibeon. He spoke to him in a dream during the night. God said, Ask for anything you want me to give you. Solomon answered, You have been very kind to my father David, your servant. That's because he was faithful to you. He did what was right. His heart was honest and you have continued to be very kind to him. You have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. Lord my God, you have now made me king. You have put me in the place of my father David. But I am only a little child. I don't know how to carry out my duties. I am here among the people you have chosen. They are a great nation. They are more than anyone can count. So give me a heart that understands. Then I can rule over your people. I can tell the difference between what is right and what is wrong. Who can possibly rule over this great nation of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for that. So God said to him, You have not asked to live for a long time. You have not asked to be wealthy. You have not even asked to have your enemies killed. Instead, you have asked for wisdom. You want to do what is right and fair when you judge people. Because that is what you have asked for. I will give it to you. I will give you a wise and understanding heart. So here is what will be true of you. There has never been anyone like you, and there never will be. And that is not all. I will give you what you have not asked for. I will give you wealth and honour. As long as you live, no other king will be as great as you are. Live the way I want you to. Obey my laws and commands, just as your father David did. Then I will let you live for a long time. Solomon woke up. He realised he had been dreaming. He returned to Jerusalem. He stood in the front of the Ark of the Lord's Covenant. He sacrificed burnt offerings and friendship offerings. Then he gave a feast for all his officials. Thanks, Josh. Oh, wow, yeah, so Solomon asked for wisdom. Hmm, that was pretty smart. It was. He could have asked for money, or a swimming pool, or any number of other nice, very expensive things. Or, as Josh just read, he could have asked for a long life or that he would defeat all his enemies. He could have been completely selfish and just asked for things for himself, things that he wanted, things to make his own life better. But Solomon knew that if he was going to be a good king, well, wisdom was more important than all of that. And that was something money could not buy. Well, and so God made him super wise, but then also made him rich too, huh? He did. It was a good day for Solomon. But look at these verses that Solomon wrote later in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 16 verse 16 says, How much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver. Or in Proverbs 4 verse 7 he wrote, The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. Though it cost all you have, get understanding. So you can see what he thought was more important. He said, if it cost you every penny you had, wisdom and understanding is worth all of that and more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, Dave, how do we get wisdom? Ah, now that is an excellent question, Marvin. You know, all wisdom and understanding comes from God. So if we want to be wise, we need to go to him and to go to his word. You know, as we get to know God more and more, the more and more we will understand him and the world that he made. You know, here's a verse from the New Testament. In James chapter 1, verse 5, it says this, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, 
who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Oh, okay, yeah. So we ask God. Yep, today, boys and girls, and every day, as we listen to God's word together, ask God to give you wisdom. Ask him to help you understand him, to understand what is good and what is true and what is important in this world and in the world to come. The more we do that, the wiser we will be. Okay, great. Yeah, you know, Dave, I I think being a very wise little cow would be much better than being a little cow with his own swimming pool. You know, I do too, Marvin. And look, there you go. You're a little bit wiser than you were when we started today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I am. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, I think we'll leave it there, boys and girls. We will say goodbye, and we will be back again tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Bye, everyone. See you then. Goodbye, and we'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.